Okay, so here I have my laptop. Ignore. I think that this is kind of bothering, but whatever. Um, so today I'm going to be talking about some stories from high school. Um, I don't know. I mean, I call them stories, but they're actually the reason of all of my trauma. Why? Um, because it was a lot. It was really a lot to, like, process at the time. Um, but yeah, I just really wanted to talk about some high school experiences. Originally, I wanted people to, like, people that I know who went to the same high school to share. But I kind of, um, didn't ask in time. So I guess there's gonna be a part two to this. Which is fun, because I'm excited. I feel like I would love to have people on the podcast talk about their experiences and how it was for them and all of that stuff. So that would be really cool. Um, so today I'm sitting in my living room. And um, if you can already tell by the sofa. <laughs> um, and um, just before we start, I'm not going to disclose the name of the school. I'm not going to talk about like where it is um, or anything that has to do with like, you know, the name and the place and all of that stuff. Why? Mainly for two reasons. Number one, I don't want to give them, like, I don't want to give them a reason for them to sue me, even though I don't, like, I don't think they would, um, because, you know, they're too poor for that. They don't have money for that. So that's number one. And number two, because I want to protect not only my privacy, but privacy of those who went to school with me and those who are currently going to that school. I feel like it's just something that is common sense. And yeah, so... Um, if you know me and you know what school I went to or you also went to school with me, please do not disclose the school name, place, or anything that could possibly lead to people under knowing where it is or what school it is because, again, it's just for everyone's privacy and, um, yeah, I just feel like that's very important. Um, so I feel like I'm going to mainly be talking about, like, my high school experience. I feel like high school was just mm, it was it was it was a big thing I think for me the most like weird slash traumatic slash fun experiences happened in high school a lot of them are super stupid because a lot of stupid people were involved um but other than that like I don't know I don't know how to like explain it so let's just start off with the first like story that comes to mind um, so for me, the first story that comes to mind is, <laughs> it's so funny because um, it was so dumb. So we had, okay, so for context, I had an accounting class. Um, I took accounting in school. I know, why would I do that to myself? I ask myself that question every day, but you know what? It's too late now. Um, I graduated four years ago, so what can you do? <laughs> Um, but I was taking an accounting class, and accounting professor was really nice, but he, he was a little bit weird, and I would say quirky in a sense, because there were some things that he would say that was like, what? Why would you, why would you say that? Also, he had a very, like, bad memory, so he nicknamed everyone, like, different things, because he couldn't remember either their first name or last name, or sometimes both, so... I remember, like, I think in the first month or so of our, like, accounting classes, he dubbed me BC BBC News. For context, um, I have what people would, I guess, call a very native accent or an American accent, even though I'm not either of those things. Um, is English my first language? Yes. 
where does my accent come from? A lot of TV because that's where I grew up on TV. Like I grew up watching a lot of TV and a lot of and being on the internet. That's basically it. So that's where I get my accent from. Um, also from my mom, but that's a different story. I'm not going to get into that. But essentially, I like I have always had a very clear accent, and he kind of forgot my name, and so. <laughs> And, um, I don't even remember how it came to be. I just remember that one day in the class, we were all talking, and then instead of referring to me by my first name, he refers to me by BBC News. And I'm just like, huh? Who? What? And everyone's, like, looking at him, and he's like, yeah, you, and he points at me, and I'm like, oh, me? And, um, ever since then, I was BBC News, so add that to the list of nicknames that I have. Um... It's really funny because BBC News is British, so I don't know why he used BBC. Actually, now that I think of it, why did he even use BBC News if it's not even a British accent? I don't know. I don't know. I guess that's the first thing that came into his head. But that's a funny story, and yeah. Okay, so clearly this teacher was quirky and weird, but you know, like it wasn't a huge deal. He was really fun to be around, and he was a really nice person, so you know... Not, not, not in the sense of like, oh, wow, we didn't like him. No, none of that. He was really cool. Um, and every time you would ask him a question, he would always be like, that's a good question. Like, it didn't matter any question that you would ask that had to do with accounting. He would be like, that's a very good question. That's a good question. Literally in that, maybe not in that accent, but like somewhere around there. And I remember that, uh, and I remember that, like, everybody found it very funny that every time you would ask him qu any question, like, literally anything that had to do with accounting, he would be like, oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. So it kind of became, like, a joke in the class, right? So it kind of became, like, it was just a joke in the class, and, you know, it was a, it was a running joke. Um, a little bit later, after, you know, finding out that he would say that all the time, a classmate of ours like mid into the year found his Facebook account and she went through it she saw some pictures she sent them in the class group chat and like nobody was gonna do anything with that it was just funny to see you know some cringe pictures I'm not gonna lie they were pretty cringy and it was funny to see um however one of our classmates took one of those pictures edited it and made a meme made a meme with his face um with like the caption saying that's a good picture sorry no no <laughs> no that's a that's a very good question and it like she posted it on her story and it was very funny like it was just a meme and it was something that only like our class would understand so she thought that when she posted it nobody was gonna like really get it um, <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe that this actually happened. I can't believe that this was actually done. We were so stupid. We were 16 year old, like 16 year olds who were doing a AS level exams and Dexel sucks. So we were just stressed and traumatized. Like, could you blame us? I feel so bad that we did this. I can't believe we did this. But anyways, um, it became a joke in the class, obviously, and we thought, like, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. Um, the next day, we go to school, and our class teacher, or, like, 
I don't know. I think that's like a homeroom teacher, I think. Like, yeah, our homeroom teacher slash class teacher walks in and she's mad. Like, she walks into the class in the morning and she's so mad. And we're like, uh oh, like, what happened? What did we do? And she's just staring at us. And she goes, like, why? Like, I think she went something like, why did you girls do this? Or why did you think this was a good idea? Or something like that. And everyone's just looking around at each other, like, what is she talking about? Is she, what? Um, and then I think she's like, no, you will see. HM will come and then we will all discuss this. Um, by HM, I mean like headmistress. Um, and like, we were all scared because we were like, what happened? Like, we don't know. And I think uh, she couldn't hold it in anymore. She was that angry. Um, and she goes like, you're making uh, me you're making uh, these weird editing pictures with your teachers Patanikya, and we were like oh she found the meme but the thing is is that like how would she have found the meme or how would have anyone like from school the school staff like find the meme because like that meme was posted to a private account from my classmates so like how does that how does that make any sense? Um, you know what I mean? Like, how does that work? Um, so nobody was really sure, like, who leaked the picture. Um, but later, I think, like, a couple hours later, the headmistress comes into our class and she goes, like, she goes on this whole rant. Like, every time, she's going to be a very recurring character in my stories because she was no fun at all. In fact, she was, she was awful, <laughs> um, to say the least. She goes on a rant. Essentially, she goes like, you are big girls. You don't know what to do. What are you doing this? What is wrong with you? Um, you have these filthy things in your mind. I remember that very vividly. I remember she said that we were like, we had filthy things in our minds. And I remember going home and telling my mom. And my mom was like, what the hell is wrong with her? Why would she say such a thing? Um, but yeah, it was really weird. She went, she continued the rant going like, um, like the HM kept saying like, you girls don't know where, and then she starts interrogating us. Okay. And she goes like, who took out these pictures? Like who, and like, who made this? Not who took out the pictures, who made this? Everyone in our class was really close. So no one was going to like, like tell no one was gonna be like oh like she did it she did it like no one was gonna do that we were all very close we were all really good friends and so no one was gonna go like oh like like no one was gonna call out anyone and so every the class is dead silent like no one's saying a word you can't even hear like breathing like everybody was so scared you couldn't like like you like if it was it was it was it was so eerie because like literally you couldn't hear anything no one was breathing everyone was scared there was so much anxiety in the air so much tension and the teachers were like repeating the same question like who made the picture you guys have to say something you have to say something it's your fault if you don't say anything you're all gonna get in trouble yada yada but like even though we were all scared, like, we didn't want to get in trouble. And at the same time, we didn't want to get anyone else in trouble. Or at least that was what I felt. Um, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, but, like, it was so, so, like, anxiety. It was so much anxiety. It was so stressful. And we didn't know what to do. And we didn't know what to say. 
And I think someone ended up saying, like, oh, like, I took out the pictures, but I didn't edit it or something like that. Um, and that was what, like, calmed the HM's nerves and, like, our teachers and everything like that. Um, and for the rest of the day, like, our teachers were super mad at us. And, um, yeah, that happened. Um, later we found out that it was an ex-student, like, a, somebody who had graduated from our school who followed uh, the classmate who made the picture, who made the meme. Um, we found out that she was, like, very buddy-buddy with, like, the, with, like, the school staff. And that she essentially sent the meme. She took a screenshot. She saw it. She took a screenshot and she sent it to um, the teacher. And then the teacher who, like, made a huge deal out of it. Um, instead of just, like, kind of realizing that we were all 16-year-old and we were stupid. And we didn't really know what we were doing or the consequences of what was going to happen. So, um I'm sorry, we were just 16. I don't know how to, like, I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, like, it was something we did. And, um, like, if you think about it, it's low-key kind of funny. Like, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> What's another story that I could tell that's, like, a good story? Ooh, I have a good story. Okay, so, um, this one time... I'm having a lot of technical issues with the makeshift stand. Um, who knew a milk carton would be so bad at keeping a microphone up? Anyways, um, <clears throat> um, okay, so this is the story of how we were all told we would get food poisoning. Yeah, it's, it's a whole story, but let's get into it because it's actually really cool. Um, like, not cool, but funny. Where do I start with the story? Uh... Okay, so one of the days, like, I think this was also, like, mid into the school year, one of, uh, like, we were all, like, talking. We were 13 in the class, and, like, our class was of 13 people. Um, and we were like, oh, like, why don't we, like, not bring lunch tomorrow and, like, order something from, like, the restaurant outside? Because there was, like, a Lebanese restaurant, um, like, literally across the street from our school. And I don't know if that's, like, giving too much information and that could, like, leak the school's location. I don't think so. Because, like, Lebanese, like, restaurants are a dime dozen. Anyways, there was, like, a uh, there was like a Lebanese restaurant, like, across the street from the school. And so oftentimes what we would do for lunch is not bring lunch. Or whenever we didn't bring lunch, we would just order something from... There was, like, a whole underground, like, mafia deal um, with the whole restaurant thing, which I'll get into later. So, sometimes if we didn't bring, like, you know, lunch to school, we just order it from, like, the restaurants that were around the school um, and then have them, you know, deliver it to the school. You know, like, makes sense, right? That's what you would do. However, um, there was, like, this time around when we did that, there was, like, a huge, like, problem, and that's where the story comes in. So, the day before, all of, all 13 of us are, like, oh, hey, like, why don't we just, you know, order food instead of, like, you know, um, uh, getting lunch because, yeah, we're almost, like, at final season and exam season, so we're not gonna get a chance to, like, you know, just do something fun, all 13 of us. So, 
this is where the problem began okay so one of my classmates was like oh yeah like i can have my mom place the order for us at around lunchtime so we're like okay cool let's do that um and so the next day comes around everyone's super excited we're having like a little you know like eating party food party in like our little classroom all 13 of us it's gonna be all fun everyone's looking forward to it um and so um our classmate like before lunchtime rolls around she goes to the headmistress's office because we weren't allowed to have like cell phones at school i don't know for what reason um but we weren't allowed to so she went to like the head so like if you wanted to call your parents or something like that you have to go to the headmistress's office and it was a whole deal um but she goes to the headmistress's office she calls her mom she tells her mom like hey like um could you like place the order uh like soon or like in a couple minutes or whatever so her mom is like okay cool her mom does that um and the food arrives to like the the reception of the school if you will um however the people at reception were really really uh let's just i don't want to say a bad word so let's just say that they were real big party poopers um because instead of actually delivering the food to our class they were like this is so much food there were 13 sandwiches okay i think no there were 12 sandwiches because one of us didn't want a sandwich um there were 12 sandwiches and they're like oh this is so much food let's report this to the headmistress and so they did they called the headmistress and the food doesn't end up in our class it ends up at the headmistress's office and we're just like uh what 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 do you um what are we supposed to have for lunch excuse me ma'am and so the headmistress is like she comes to our class and she tells us like you girls you ordered this much food from the lebanese restaurant and you you cannot do this one this is not good this is illegal and we're just like uh what crime like what what crime like okay i'm a criminal i'm a criminal now for wanting to eat a lebanese sandwich Uh, and the whole her whole like thing was that like you cannot order from the restaurants outside. You have to bring food from home because if we allow you to eat this one, you will get food poisoning and then your parents will tell us that it is our fault. Huh? What? I'm sorry. Where did that... What? Where does that logic come from? What do you mean? It was fresh made at the restaurant across the street... And you're telling me I'm going to get food poisoning from a restaurant across the street who made it fresh like five minutes ago. What? What? Food poisoning? And then she goes like, I have to confiscate this one. Who who had it delivered? Yada, yada. So the classmate whose mom had the order done. Sorry, no. The like classmate whose mom ordered um she like goes like oh like my mom ordered it and then the the headmistress is like oh you have to come with me to the office you have to um she had a really weird way of talking so i can't really mimic it but like she essentially was like 
you have to come to my office. You have to call your mom now because your mom has to pick up this one. She and oh my god, like I am, I'm so mad. Just like reliving this like experience because we were all so hungry. We were all so excited for those sandwiches, and we didn't get our amazing sandwiches. Which, by the way, like they're still to date one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. But like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You're gonna have her mom take them back? <laughs> what? Um. And so the classmate she goes downstairs to like the headmistress's office. And she calls up her mom. And as soon as her mom picks up, she's about to speak. And the headmistress is like, no, you're not allowed to talk to your mom because I know you're going to do some brainwashing on her. Brainwash her own mom. Girl, what do you mean? And it was like, it was so, it was so weird. Because like, she, like the headmistress always assumed that we were basically like evil. They were basically evil and that we had no actual, like, morals or anything like that, which is also a story I'll tell you guys. Um, but, like, it was so weird because, like, she always assumed that we just wanted to do bad and that we always wanted to do bad things. Um, and so, like, that comment of brain... Like, who's gonna... Brainwash your own mom? Really? Like, I can't believe she actually said that. Anyways... Um, so, like, the headmistress calls her mom, like, talks to her mom or whatever. Her mom comes and, like, picks up the food. And we're all, like, what are we gonna do now? Like, what are we gonna do now? Like, we were waiting on that food. We were so excited. And now we haven't had lunch. Uh, help. Um, so, uh, we, like, the headmistress, she comes in again. She goes, like, you girls can never do this again. You know that you cannot get the food from the outside if you want food you have to bring from home otherwise you will get food poisoning like it doesn't make any sense and like this was a very recurring like topic in her speeches and lectures which was like as girls we weren't allowed to do anything other than like come to school and go home and anything else aside from that that we wanted to do had to be done in our parents presence um, because we didn't have brains of our own and our parents hadn't, you know, parented us enough to be good people. Um, or at least that's what it felt like because all of her speeches and like lectures and so on and so forth were always like, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. And you're girls. And I hate this now. Um, and this is one of the things that I hate because it's part of my trauma um, but she would always say the word big girls. She would always say, you are all big girls now. You should understand. And the thing is, is that that was like our school's like manipulation tactic to convince us to feel guilty over doing literally the most smallest things. It's, I don't, I, uh, what? Anyways. Back to the story. I'm sorry I went through a little tangent there. Um, but essentially, what was I saying again? I forgot. Oh, right. She goes, like, we're going to get food poisoning if we order food from, like, outside or eat at a restaurant or whatever. 
Um, and so we're all like, okay, but like, what are we going to do now? Because like, we're really hungry. Like we, we didn't bring lunch because we were told and we had planned that we were just going to, you know, eat sandwiches from this. And now we can't because you took them away from us. Like now what are we supposed to do? So she's like, don't worry. We'll like figure it out for you. So she leaves our classroom. And I think at the end of the day, um, like literally before we're supposed to go home, um, it's last period. She calls us into like this weird storage room that the school always had on the first floor. It was really weird. Um, she calls all 13 of us there. And she goes like she goes through her like little rant again of like you cannot order the food you can't do this one you can't do that one like you are big girls, um you don't want to get food poisoning if you get the food poisoning then your parents will blame us and we cannot we have to take care of you here we have to make sure that you are healthy and all of the, all of this, um and in that rant she gives us cookies, and you know what like when you think cookies like at least when I think cookies I think Oreos. I think like cheekies. I think jeepies. I think prince biscuits, you know, like that kind of thing. She gave us, I think they were called good day biscuits. Or biscuit. And that's it. And I remember in the class, like, while we were waiting for, um, I think one of our classmates was like, hey, like, I'm going to bring, like, Coca-Colas tomorrow. And, um, like, the next day she brought one, like, she brought 12, she brought 11 Coca-Colas and one Pepsi. Because um, we had a debate the day before all of this happened of whether Coca-Cola or Pepsi is better. And out of all 13 of us... Um, well, I'm, I should say 12 because there was, we were 13 in total in the class, but there was always this one girl who never wanted to be friends with us and would never like participate in any of the things that we would do in the class or any of our conversations. She'd kind of just like look at us or she'd read a book and that's it. We tried to make friends with her, but she never really seemed like she wanted to be friends with us. So I guess, yeah. What can you do? I know, right? Um, so yeah, that was something that happened. And that's the end of that story. Uh, we got biscuits at the end of the day. We were all starving. And we went home and probably had really, really fulfilling lunches. So yeah, that's like another funny story that happened. It wasn't funny at the time, but now that you think about it, it is funny because like, what was wrong with that auntie? I don't know. Food poisoning kaase hoga? I don't know. Also, if you're wondering what happened to the sandwiches, um, they all went bad. Uh, yeah. So, I guess, <laughs> I guess there's that. Um, I have two more stories. The next one is pretty brief. Um, so all of this, like, those last two stories happened in 2017. This was in grade 11, when I was in grade 11, or what people call junior year of high school. Um, yeah, this one is also from, this one is from grade 12. This next one is from grade 12. This was around 2018. Um, I think, like, relatively early in the year. Uh, in grade 12, we went from a class for, of 13 people to just five. Um, and this is important in a minute. Um, 
the five of us were like, hey, like, why don't we take a little bit of, like, an initiative and talk about mental health to, like, you know, grade 8 to grade 12 classes? Because, like, mental health is a very big issue and, like, nobody's talking about it in our school. So we proposed the idea to the headmistress and we told her, like, we really want to do this project. We want to make a presentation, creating awareness in the school, um about mental health and like how you know suicide prevention and how you know there's a school counselor who by the way had a newsletter um that was posted on one of like the like boards at school and literally nobody ever read it um i'm i'm so confused why why i don't know our school didn't believe in mental health issues but that's that's a different thing so we were like we want to take initiative on this we want to you know create this like presentation campaign sort of thing and so we went to the headmistress we told her she was like all right prepare it and we'll figure it out we'll tell you when you can present it so we went to the like school counselor we had a lot of help from her we created the whole presentation and we were really really excited um to present it because you know this is something that was very important to all five of us we were like, you know, mental health is a very big issue and it's not talked about in our school. So let's, you know, open up that conversation. Um, we never did open that conversation um, because the day of the presentation, we went to the headmistress's office. We were like, we really need the auditorium. Could you please like make sure that we get the auditorium at this and this hour um, so that we can, you know, do the presentation. And everybody in our like grade like, all of grade 12, like, the there was a different class of grade 12 as well. There was science and then there was commerce. We were commerce. Um, like, everyone, like, our whole grade 12 was, like, super excited for this presentation because everybody was, like, just as concerned about mental health. If not, at least they were excited to, like, see what we were going to present. Um, and then it was what we call in Costa Rica un alegrón de burro. <laughs> Which, if you translate it literally, is, like, how do you, alegrón is, like, the happiness of a donkey. <laughs> if you, that's, I, that's how I would, like, literally translate it. Um, but it's actually slang, and it actually, in Costa Rica, it's slang, and it actually means, like, all that build up for nothing. Hence why, you know, the happiness to see a donkey. That's basically it. If, if Now that I think about it, the literal translation also kind of makes sense. So, yeah. It was un alegrón de burro because we were all so excited. And then the day of, we're all, like, you know, we're ready. We're wearing, okay, so we had a white uniform. And we would usually wear white um, for anything that was, like, a very important occasion. So whether we had, to, like, a field trip or a presentation or... You know, something along those lines. We always had to wear white. Um, and so that day, we were wearing white. We were all ready. We had made sure, like, our uniforms were, like, nicely ironed. And, like, you know, our scarves, because we had scarves, um, were, like, all wrinkle-free. Everybody's, you know, moisturized. And, you know, their skin's looking good. Everybody's ready for this. We go to the Etchum's office. We're, like, super excited. And then she goes, like, huh what do you mean no 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 we will not do this one today you come tomorrow tomorrow we will do the presentation um and we were like um okay i guess because her excuse was the auditorium is being used it's not ready right now 
Or at least I think that's what the excuse was. Um, next day rolls around. We're all ready. Scarves wrinkle free. Iron, like, ironed uniform. Skin looking fresh. Everybody excited. We go to the Ethem's office. And she goes like, oh, not today. You cannot do today. Because there's some problem, you know, technical issues. You know, you cannot present this one. Um, so we're like, all right, we'll just, so, like, when do we do it? She goes like, just, you do it tomorrow. We're like, okay, okay, cool. So, you know, the same thing happens. Next day rolls around, uniform ironed, scarf wrinkle free, skin looking fresh. Everybody's excited. We're finally doing this. We walk into the Atom's office and she goes like, no, you cannot do this one. So, you know, it's the third time that she said this and we're kind of starting to get tired. So, you know, the next day rolls around. Um, well, she was like, you guys can do it tomorrow. So the next day rolls around. Some of our scarves are not, they're pretty wrinkly because nobody cared anymore. Um, you know, white uniforms still looking fresh though. We're looking a little bit tired. Eye bags under our eyes after all the research that we did for this presentation. And, you know, we go to her office the next day and she goes like, you can't like do it today. You know, we're, at this point, we're getting really tired. Um, and, you know, there's only five days of school a week. So, you know, and she had already rejected us four times. So we go the next day. It's a Thursday because uh, UAE at the time had a Sunday through Thursday uh, school week. And then Fridays and Saturdays used to be the weekends. They changed that, like, I think last year. When I was in school, it was still working on that, like, thing. So the last day of the school week was Thursday. So on Thursday, you know, we're all ready. We, you know, come to school. We're all ready to do the presentation. We're a little bit bummed because at this point, we're kind of expecting um, for it to be, you know, canceled at this point. Um, so me and, uh, like, we were told, like, by the headmistress, like, oh, yeah, today's the day. Like, you guys are going to do it. Um, so we're like, okay, cool. We go to the <clears throat> the uh, school counselor's office because we need to consult her about our presentation just to like for her to like supervise everything, make sure that our presentation didn't have like any errors or faults or whatever it is. Um, and while we were there, um, she happened to call. I was with another classmate of mine. So two of us were at the school counselor's office. And then while we were there, um like the headmistress called the other three classmates that i had who were in class they go to the office they get scolded and then when we get back to class they tell us that the headmistress was she was mad she was like why do you want to do this presentation anyways why you want to do this presentation what do you need to talk about this one mental health this is no need it's not not big problem um who you're targeting and that's when we realized that she thought that we were trying and I forgot like a little bit of a detail here. But while we were making the presentation, um, like the week before this, um, she came to our classroom and she goes like, what are you guys going to talk about in the presentations? Um, in the sorry, in the presentation. I don't know why I made it plural. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we explained to her we're going to talk about like, you know, different mental health issues and like you know suicide prevention and all of that stuff like you know when to go to a doctor when to realize like maybe you have a problem maybe a loved one has an issue like depression or anxiety you know we want to talk about more common things and then maybe we'll talk about a little bit more of like specific disorders um 
and she stops us in our tracks and she goes like you cannot say the word suicide and we're just all staring at her like um what do you what do you mean and she goes like you cannot use this word it's too much triggering um you know we don't want that the students they see this presentation and then they also want to you know and we're like um how are we supposed to do suicide prevention without using the word suicide i'm i'm confused like how does that how does that work like explain to me how does that work and so that's why when she tells like our classmates or like who are you targeting she in her head had assumed that we were trying to use this whole presentation to cause someone to self-delete i'm i'm in shock and awe of how she came to that conclusion all by herself like how do you how how do you how do you how do you have like how do you believe that 16 17 18 year olds who are genuinely trying to make a presentation to create awareness of mental health issues and your first thought is like oh they're trying to kill someone they're trying to make someone harm themselves they're trying to make someone like you know do a whole control or delete thing uh you can't you can't you can't how do you how do you think that how do you just randomly go like oh yeah these girls they don't have good intentions they don't want to help people they're trying to get somebody killed they're trying to they're trying to actually provoke someone's like like i'm it's so weird and like we were all really bummed out about it and we were like how do you want us like how could you think that right and she had convinced our teachers that like that is what we wanted to do our class teacher was really nice and she had actually genuinely not thought that um and she was really sad that we weren't able to do that presentation and including everyone in our grade who like grade 12 was also pretty bummed out that we weren't able to like you know do the presentation um on mental health and it was it, this is not a funny story, but it's just definitely something that our school did not, like, advocate for, which is, like, you know, student mental health. Um, also, in fact, um, we had a school counselor who literally did not do anything. She got paid for not doing anything because um, students weren't allowed to, like, go to the school counselor without a appointment. And, like, I get the whole appointment thing, but the thing is, is that you had to go first to the headmistress and tell her that you wanted an appointment so she would make the appointment for you and on top of that you had to explain to her why you needed an appointment and usually like school counselors have you know like uh what's it called like student counselor confidentiality i think it's called where like you know they're not allowed to like tell anyone else why the student is going to the counseling you know in the first place for whatever reason um be it mental health or not like still whatever reason that they're going for they're not supposed to tell unless it's like something that's very dire and like very uh, like a, it could cause like a bigger problem or whatever they're really worried about someone or they need to like advise the parents to get professional help whatever it is that's the only reason that i think that they could have like tell but our head like the administration and the headmistress was like so 
strict and rigid about these things that like you literally could not go to the school counselor without an appointment and without explaining to her why you needed an appointment in the first place and if she deemed that your reason was not good enough then you couldn't go to the school counselor and it was like the weirdest like thing i never personally went to the school counselor i didn't even know our school had a counselor until my last year of high school it's crazy and if anybody has like i don't know stories of their own please let me know because like i really want to know if your school had something similar um even if we didn't go to the same school like I'm, I'm just talking in general like if your school had a school counselor and like how um that was managed were your school a little bit more like was your school a little bit more organized with like school counselors and like you know actually making sure that the student was like the students were okay or if there was just a good giant mess like in our school um i also realized that i forgot to mention the underground food restaurant deal um so here's the here's the funny thing okay so in our school you technically technically you couldn't like bring cell phones to school right um even though like lots of people brought their cell phones to school um but you weren't allowed to like bring your cell phones to school so if you wanted like you know food from a restaurant from around the school or something you had to talk to the cleaning ladies um we would usually call them khalas um khala in urdu is like auntie from your mom's side i think that's the best way to explain it um and these khalas you had have like some of them some of them would do this and some of them wouldn't but there was always this one khala or like one aunt, like cleaning lady who you would always go to and you'd be like okay i want you to get me like this sandwich from the lebanese restaurant across the street and she'd be like okay and she would charge you the price of the sandwich and commission this auntie had a whole business at school um and yeah i just thought that that was kind of like funny to share because like i didn't know that this existed and i remember it was my classmates and like my friends who told me like oh yeah like we can get food like this it was it like and like the best part is that administration had no idea that this was going on um and it's i just i'm in shock and awe about how people just come up with these things <laughs> um and honestly i don't know i feel like i have a lot of footage and those are like the three main stories that i wanted to talk about i feel like now that i talk about them they're not that like I thought they were going to be funnier, but I feel like they're not. I feel like they're just experiences that I had. School for me was very traumatic, um, which I'll talk about in a different um, episode because this is something that I do want to get into. But I also want to get feedback from friends and from people who I know that went to the same like school as I did because everybody had different experiences, some good, some bad. Um, we all agree that it was traumatic, at least from people that I know personally. Um, and everybody has different stories and I, everybody was like in a different like stage in life and very like different mindsets, different outlooks, um, you know, all of that stuff. So I feel like it would be so much nicer and so much more fair too to like give people like a voice. And even if they don't want to like have an interview on the podcast that they can like, you know, just, um, talk about their experience, um, through me. And I give them that, that platform to like, you know, just read what they what they've written and things that they've gone through. I feel like it's fair to do that. I'm really excited. I really hope that people will want to like 
share their stories from because like I know people from who are my seniors and I also know people who are my juniors so they have like very different experiences compared to mine so I really want to like you know share that because like just I don't know everybody has really cool backgrounds and also like very different stories and I just I don't know I find the like all these stories to be really cool and fun to listen and understand why you know they happened um I don't know if I should still <laughs> I feel like I this isn't a very long episode um and again I feel like maybe my stories weren't that entertaining um but I have lots more stories from my personal life and from school which I will be talking about but I feel like if obviously if I like cram them all into like one episode it's gonna be like a three hour long episode and I don't want that um so yeah I'll probably do make a part two to this um you know nightmare school uh episode I'm really excited to do that and yeah that's it for today thank you so much for stopping by I really appreciate you um you can listen to this podcast on Spotify Apple podcast and any other like podcasting platform um my socials again are all you know linked down below as well as like the podcast is also linked down below if you want to work with me you can email me um and yeah that's about it for today thank you so much for listening thank you so much for stopping by uh take care stay weird and until then bye survive i have no idea how am i here i don't i'm so confused